Hey, this is Yelena K with Yelena K Coaching. And if you really want to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my dear friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today Varsity Podcast Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're in episode 181 with my really dear, good friend, Yelena Kuzmina, or just Coach K. Coach K kind of uh, came here from Russia um, and she had to learn the language, get a job, and she was really on her own. And she, the epitome of adapting and overcoming. And, you know, she had to learn, again, the language. She had to learn the customs. And now she just fits right in. And if you didn't hear a hint of uh, her accent, you would think that, man, she's fully was born in the United States and, and whatnot. But again, no matter where Elaine is at, she's going to thrive. So she has a fantastic story. And I can't wait to share it with you. So, Without further ado, here's my really, really, really good friend, Yelena Kuzmina, the coach. Let's level up. Time to shine today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got some home cooking here. A really good friend of mine from South Florida, Yelena Kuzmina, which I know I butchered the last time because in Russian it's said a different way, but I'm just going to call her Yelena because she's my beautiful friend here in South Florida. She helps others level up. She has a really cool story um, kind of of coming over from overseas in Russia and, you know, coming in the United States, learning the language and really leveling up. She's currently a licensed mental health therapist in, in here in South Florida. Uh, she's working for a local community agency for private practice, but she's also expanding her wings to start Yelena's coaching, which is I, I'm so stoked for. I help her where I can. Um, she's a fellow coach of mine. She really is a driven woman. Um, and that's why me and her mesh like really good. So Yelena kind of come on to the time to shine today squad, introduce yourself, but what emoji do you use the most when you text? Hey, uh, so nice to be here. Thanks for having Yay. me. <laughs> yeah. Emoji. Yeah. I think it's pretty much a crying face, like a smiling, smiling crying, crying face. face. Yeah. It's and, uh, and the, maybe a thumbs up as well. <laughs> is, it, is, is the one where you're laughing, crying, is it straight up or is it sideways? No, it's straight up. Straight up one? <laughs> I just I do it straight up. <laughs> I, love, I love it. So what's your favorite color, Elena? Ah, that's kind of a tough question for me. Well, I'm wearing kind of red and black. Right. That's one of my favorite colors, but I like to change it up. I, I can't really come up with just that's my color and I am just committed to this. I, I like, I, you know, sometimes I feel like pink. Sometimes I feel like black. <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like green. It, it really depends. Yeah. All of them are in your color wheel. They all look great on you. But I kind of look at Thanks. you kind of like a, a red you know, but also with a nice, cool blue streak as well, because you're very driven, but you're also a great listener and, and a great communicator. So I, I love those two colors for you. So tell us about your origins. Let's go back to when you're a child kind of growing up. And was it the Soviet Union then or was it Russia yet? What, well, yeah, I was born in the 80s. So it was okay. a Soviet Union okay. at that time. And uh, when I was about 10, then it kind of came all crashing to the end. And I was pretty not fun times for okay. anyone. So it's it. So I'm kind of a child of both. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What, what made you come to the States then? How did that work out the process of you coming to the United States? Cause you and I are friends. 
Yeah. So I never asked you this before. <laughs> you know, we've talked a little bit about like you working mm -hmm. in the ice cream shops and stuff here <laughs> in, in South Florida, you know, while you're learning the language and getting your start here. But what was the journey like coming mm -hmm. from the former Soviet Union and Russia to the United States? And how did that happen? That is a good question. I kind of don't even know how many years later, how did it happen? I, when I was, I know, such a funny story. Like, I need an hour to say the whole story. <laughs> well, let's condense it down in just a couple minutes a little of bit. Of course, of course. Yeah, so I was I was, I was actually um, going to my English major in Russia. Okay. So that's kind of gave me a good platform and a start to speak English in a certain level. Mm -hmm. And then there was a program that it was cool to go to America and just as a student mm -hmm. and just make some money and come back or, you know, travel. So I kind of jump on that as few of my uh, friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And then a couple of months later, like I landed in the U.S. knowing <laughs> nobody pretty right. much um, right. just kind of having a couple of not even close friends with me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just we just took it from there. Was it hard to get into that program, Elena? Like, or was it, did they take anybody? Was it hard? Did you have to qualify somehow, if you remember, to get into that program? It was come? not hard. It was pretty much like a, not a student exchange, but it was just an opportunity for a student who speaks English ah. to go and visit and work, mm -hmm. uh, you know, another country. And it was not necessarily America, but it just, I chose the U.S. It was kind of the furthest. Okay, gotcha. And what? Yeah. What? You, what? How many degrees do you have? <laughs> oh my goodness! So it's kind of complicated because I have a degree that's equivalent master's degree in Russia, mm -hmm. which was a program at that time of five years straight. So when I came to the U.S. and I decided to get education in the U.S., it just felt right to me. Mm -hmm. They gave me bachelor's. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so the schooling you did in Russia, they started you off with a bachelor's so you could work towards a master's degree here? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I got bachelor's of science as pretty much based on my diploma and my classes over there. And then that's how I decided to choose to go and get a master's degree over here in psychology. Gotcha. So what did your family think about you staying in the United States and not really going back to Russia? It was really tough on them and on me. Uh, we were not able to see each other for years because paperwork was such a drag. It was taking a long time. Mm -hmm. And my mom was really, it was hard on her. It was hard on her. Plus, we didn't even have Skype back then. Right. I, I came in 03. no technology, right? Yeah. And you it was writing just... writing letters or making phone calls, right? <laughs> I, actually, phone calls, but they cost a fortune. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. You know, and me is coming up as a student who is making $6 an hour cash, which is a lot of money for me at that time. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I just work an hour and talk for a few minutes with my parents. Okay. Um, and that was the only pretty much communication that I had over the phone. Okay. Yeah. Do you get to see him a little bit more now? Oh, yeah. I, I, I go up there every other year. I've been there. That, that's actually two years ago, the last time. And now okay. I'm not sure of the next time because of the situation that we have sure, going on. The pandemic. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how you kind of parlayed into, uh, you know, a mental health therapist and into your coaching. How did that all come about? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I I was uh, I graduated about what seven eight years ago and been doing therapy in the agencies and mm-hmm. working with you know for children to adults and couples and teenagers, but I kind of wanted to bring something else to okay. them. And I started diving into self-development and then coaching came along and, and it's awesome. I love it. I love it. It feels like I'm bringing a different level of therapy that's kind of incorporated with coaching if, uh, if that's what works for the client. I love that because, you know, therapy, a lot of the therapists, and correct me if I'm wrong, they they dig into their past where coaching like myself, I learn about their past, but I really pull them forward. So you live kind of the best of both worlds, right? You have that profession and that mindset, correct? Yeah. And that's kind of what I love about it because yes, with my clients, with my coaching clients, we can dig in the past. If it works for you, I'm okay with that. Right. Because, right. you know, I'm here for you and to help you in the best of abilities that I have. And we we spend a few sessions in the past and take care of that so we can actually build the present and future. Because mm-hmm. some people are not able to move on their past mm. and they are not able to be the best version of themselves because whatever happened or the way they're actually looking at it. Because they're kind of stuck there in their mindset, exactly. right? And you're mm-hmm. able to, with your expertise, pull them forward. So, Elena, what do you think makes a great coach? What makes a great coach? First, I want to start over the relationship okay. with my client. Because if we don't have good relationship, good, safe relationship, that coaching will be challenging. Okay. You need to have a connection and make a client, client feeling safe. And at the same time, client needs to be there to help themselves. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, if you're not ready to help yourself, then there's that much I can do. Love that. So you don't really bring them in and tell them what to do. You kind of guide them and they kind of make their decisions, right? On their yeah, own, absolutely. if they're willing I'm, to be helped, correct? Exactly. Absolutely. I'm not there to tell you what to do. I can point out to some things that I see that can be worked on, but it's sure. ultimately up to you because it's all about you. Gotcha. You know, yeah. So if what is your kind of secret sauce, if you will, when you're starting to work with a client mm-hmm. to help them find their blind spots? Well, first, I think it's like I said, I want to start with a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, the other thing is perception is a key. Mm-hmm. Perception and facts, perception and behaviors, perception on yourself and how you see yourself is the key for me to be a good coach and point out to who you truly are. I want to make my client be the best version of themselves. Love that. I love it. I love it. So when you're starting to work with a new client, Um, or maybe even you're just in the discovery process to make sure it's a good relationship fit. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? How can I help myself? Love it. Love it. Or like, even what do you expect of me almost? Right. Because like, that's with my coaches. When I first start off, I ask them, what are you expecting from me? as you know, you give me, you impart Mm -hmm. on me your wisdom. I love it. I love that you said that. 
because they have to be willing to help themselves, right? Exactly. And that's, yeah. that's kind of my key point. If you're not willing to make any progress, to take any imperfect actions, if you are willing to give me 100 million excuses, then we're not going to make the progress. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Imperfect action. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So if I'm out at a networking event, you know, pressing some flesh, meeting people, how will I know it, listening to what they have to say? Mm. that I'm people that I'm talking to, how would it, I know if they were, what are they saying to me to make them a good contact connection referral to Elena? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, they want to make a change. They okay. maybe feel stuck. They want to do something else. They feel like they want to do something. Maybe they don't know how, maybe they don't know where, but if you feel stuck and you believe that you can do better or you can do more, be a better version of yourself, maybe for yourself, maybe for your kids, maybe for your loved ones, whatever your reasons are, if you're ready to do it, then I'm here for you. Love it. I love it. And that's this. So if you're stuck and you, you know that there's a better version of yourself, you mm-hmm. just don't know how to unleash that. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. You know, squad, get a hold of me and I can definitely put you personally in touch with Elaine. I have, you know, I'm blessed to be able to grab coffee with Elaine about a yeah. month and kind of talk and bounce ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. So Elaine, I'm curious, what, what keeps you up at night? How many people can I help that okay. make that able to receive my help and see me as a as a guide as a guide okay yeah as a guide as somebody who is there for them Mm -hmm. as well yeah love it and so what do you think people misunderstand about you the most (laughs) yeah fun question um it can be a couple of things it can be maybe some of the cultural things of the russian or soviet Mm -hmm. union behaviors but i think sometimes I tend to, when it's tough situation, I tend to not really show much feelings. It doesn't mean I don't care. It means I'm in business. We need to do it. We need to take care of that. And then it kind of comes down. It's like, oh, okay, I'm ready to have my moment now. It's actually, <laughs> I don't think you can connect with that because it, it's kind of pretty much like a veteran, you know, like you go, you're in the army, right? Maybe. And right. you're going through that tough stretch of time that you need to be focused. You, you don't really you don't really there, you're not there to show your feelings and be all soft, softy because there is not time and place for that sure. at that moment. So when the veteran comes home and, you know, have the symptoms of PTSD, it's because they're ready to feel and they're not numb anymore. Right. So right. it's pretty much, I think, similar to that. Like if I need to focus and do something, I may be a little cold or right look a little tough, but it doesn't mean I don't care. It means I need to get things done. I even know that personally, because I thought you were mad about something before. (laughs) Like, Scott, I'm not mad. I'm just focused. So I understand. I love that. I love that. So, Yelena, who's had the most profound impact on your life? Who? Probably my parents and my friends. My mom is a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. So I tend to travel a lot with her mm-hmm. and that gave me such a base of being true of what I'm capable of mm-hmm. in a pretty tough situations and wow. I get to know other people not through when you have perfect conditions you're not going to know a person you're not going to grow either exactly you know? and yeah. and and that that what makes 
against the impact is so important of the way I was grown up. I grew up. It was pretty tough. And that made me more resilient to tough situation. And I know I can just make it pretty much out of anywhere. Right. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, So (laughs) I'll figure it out. Your mom's competitive spirit, you know, being a competitor because she competed at a high level. What was that sport again you told me before? Orienteering. Orienteering. Okay. So your mom was a high level orienteer. interior. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think a lot of that competition rubbed off on you to build that resiliency? Or did you kind of like push back on that? Because when you're around a competitive person, it either you can resent it or you can embrace it. What do you think you did more of? I don't even think I'm a competitive person, actually. No, you know, no, okay. I, I don't. Maybe you see me <laughs> I like know that, you. <laughs> right? So. Yeah, I, I, it, it's. I'm not really a big competitive person, mm-hmm. and I don't think my mom was as well. Maybe as an athlete, you sure. have to. But when I was growing up already, uh, my mom was not competing on the level mm-hmm. of like on that high level in gotcha. her, you know, late twenties, early thirties. Gotcha. So, so I don't see myself necessarily as a competitive person for some reason. No. Yeah. Okay. So is there any, when you first came to the States, yeah. I asked this to a lot of the people that kind of immigrated here. Um, was there a movie that really stands out that you remember watching when you got here that stands out to this day that maybe taught you a little bit as you went along about life? Oh, the movie. I, okay. I'm going to say the movie that did not teach me about life, mm-hmm. but I love it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, it no, just please. stands out. Kill Bill. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. There is something Thurman, about, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. There is something about it. a little like her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And awesome. Matrix. The, okay. Yeah. That's, Matrix. A, that, that's a great movie. Take the that red is. Pill. I actually should have worn my Take the Red Pill t-shirt today for you. That, that's awesome. Absolutely Red Pill. <laughs> yes. So let's go back to the 22 year old Yelena with, you know, I mean, I know your age. I'll never say it, but she squad, if you're watching on YouTube or any other broadcasting channel, she's a beautiful woman. She does not look, I know her age. She doesn't look near it. Let's go back to the 22 year old Yelena. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her to help her level up last through and maybe shorten that learning curve just a little bit? Yeah. Just continue to believe that everything is going to work out and be open-minded to meet other people who will level you up. There you go. I love it. That's how I met you. Yeah, you know, and I met you. With, with full, full disclosure, Yelena was a client of mine, a real estate client, and we just were mm-hmm. talking, walking through a, a house one time, and she's like, I'm a coach. And I'm like, oh, really? So that's how we built our business relationship and our friendship out of it. I yep. love that. I love it. So how do you want you, – you listen to my podcast, so how – how yeah. do you, and thank you for doing that. Um, mm-hmm. How do you want your dash remembered? That little line that's in between your mm-hmm. life date and death date. How do you want to be remembered? Yeah, I want to be remembered for who I am, which is authentic and loving, given person who just wants to make difference in other people's life Love and bring it. their better version of themselves. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Thank you for saying that. So, Yelena, what is a your definition of a life well lived then? Be true to yourself. 
Okay. That will attract people who is truly attracted to you in a friendship, a personal relationship, in a professional relationship. But if you're not true to yourself, to your personality, then you will attract people who are not necessarily benefiting you in that way. I bet. Yeah. So it's what mm-hmm. you kind of put your mind to is what you attract, right? You know, so you, yep. you're true and authentic. You'll attract more true and authentic people. I love that. Absolutely. So, Yelena, let, let's move into our leveling up lightning round. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got five seconds on each one of these questions. You and I have talked about or could talk about each one of these questions for hours, but you got yeah. five seconds, no explanations. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Let's level up. What is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Taking perfect actions. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Get some sun, go outdoors, bike rides, walk, uh, trail, anything Love outdoors. It. And Yelena is not just saying that. If you go to her, which they'll all be in the show notes, her Facebook page or her Instagram, you can see her outdoors taking pictures on the beach with our sure. version of paradise. I love that. So mm-hmm. other than your own website or, of course, time to shine today.com, my shameless plug here. But yeah. what website do you go to to kind of really level up and, and take your life to the next level to really kind of dig into? Okay. It looks like I've been spending some time with ClickFunnels recently. Sure. yeah, That awesome. will be the yeah. one. And I don't know, Facebook and Amazon. There you go. There you go. They, they all level up. I yeah. just, when I'm asked that question, I just say Google because it's a website. And I can use it right, for anything, yeah. right? <laughs> So not the book you're reading now or not the flavor of the month. Give me that book that if I'm just not feeling it, I'm feeling a little down. You're like, Fergie, here, read this book. Well, actually, I just starting diving into that self-development and reading. Mm-hmm. So besides going and through my master's and pretty much reading the book in the curriculum, mm-hmm. I, I'm more like a person who is not a big reader in the book, but mm-hmm. I would listen and make a research in, uh, in okay. a certain topics. Sure. So if you have that book, then if I feel down, then I would be appreciate appreciate if you can give one to me. Oh, I got I, a bunch of them. I, yeah, the whole <laughs> I'm sure stuff you I'm do. I'm right now. Yeah. So if you could stay one age for the rest of your life physically and mm-hmm. still have the knowledge you have now and continue to learn physically, what age would you stay? 25. There you go. That's perfect. Thank you for the honest answer. A lot of people will say, well, I love my age now. It's bullshit. You know, I know. <laughs> like yep. I would love to be 32 again. That was just like the perfect physical okay. age where I was still able to move around. I was more of a man than a young man and not an older guy like I am now. Mm-hmm. But uh all right, so is there any charity or organizations you like to give your time or money to? Well, I am actually working for community agency, and it feels mm-hmm. like yeah, I am providing pretty much for them. It's free service mm-hmm. of awesome. you know coaching and therapy. So I'm giving to the community. Yeah. Gotcha. So when you came to the United States, <laughs> what was your favorite band when you got here? A United States <gasps> band. Hmm. Okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you go. I love you. There you go. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. So, Yelena, how can we find you? Well, you can check out my Facebook, uh, uh, Yelena Kuzmina, and find me up there. 
you can send me the email, yelenakcoach at gmail.com. Love it. And, you know, yeah, the and the website, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, yelenakcoaching.com. Love it. Yeah, and all of those will be in our show notes squad. So make sure that you check out Yelena there. And if you want a personal introduction, I'd be happy to make it for you. So, Yelena, what is, leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize mm-hmm. and take action on. Be yourself and true to what you value. Do not adapt other people's values because they want you to. Be true to yourself and nothing that's, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I love that. And squad, you've just had basically a free masterclass with my (laughs) really good, beautiful, awesome friend, Yelena. You know, that she'll tell you that a good coach really develops relationships and connections. She wants her clients to feel safe and to be able to want to help themselves. You know, he, if you're asking yourself, how can I help myself? And you really, really want to take imperfect action and make it happen. Get a hold of me. I will make a personal introduction to Yelena. And if you know, if you feel stuck and you know there's a better version of yourself to bring out that genius, again, let me put you in touch with Yelena. You know, mm-hmm. Yelena's mom's spirit of competition and whatnot helped Yelena really, you know, with her traveling with her, she got to explore and, and take in new places at the same time, see the side of her mom that was a mom, but also the side of her mom that was a competitor. So she got to see best of both worlds with that, which she's really parlayed that into the person that she is now. You know, she wants you to be open-minded and believe, be an authentic and loving person. Make sure you be true to yourself because when you are, you will attract others that are true to yourself. And that way you starting to build a squad like you listeners that are always continuing to level up. And then adapt to your values. Your, make sure your values are strong. Your morals are good. Just like my really good friend, Yelena. And, you know, she levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's such a go-giver. She's a really good friend of mine in South Florida. I'm blessed to know her. And thank you so, so much for coming on, Yelena. I look forward to doing some collaborations with you here in the near future. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. I love You're it. You're welcome. Talk <laughs> soon. All right. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.